that's one of the few times I feel like I run the house. I, I come yeah. in, I, I come in. One of the few times. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What's the other times? I mean, there's a, like, I mean, as far as, like, I run <laughs> shit, but you, like, feel like you run shit. It's a difference. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Because it's like, that's the only time they bow down. Yeah. Like, I ain't got to say shit. I come in, Layla be watching some of her show go off. Can I watch another one? And Lena be like, "Did you ask Daddy if he wants to watch TV?" Yo, and it's yo. I, I, like, wait, 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 wait. It's not even like on purpose. Like it's not like I'm a tyrant or it's like it's like exactly. On accident. It's just like when she says it, it's just like, oh, for real, y'all gonna just stop when I walk in the room? Okay, uh, Fresh Prince. I don't know. Exactly. I, don't know. I, I didn't really think yeah. this far ahead. I took two steps exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Y'all done put me on the spot now. I yeah, feel like I gotta watch up. She turned. At least she Damn. she cut that shit off quick. Boom. Like, mom, I was watching that. Uh, Daddy, what do you want to watch? She told me the remote. I'm like, I catch the remote. I'd be like, <sighs> dang. <sighs> I, would, I wouldn't even get excited about that part. Uh, Wait, so they just be caught. People, everybody in the household just calls you daddy? Dang. No, she was talking to the kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what, man? Just like that, dude. What's the topic today? <laughs> Yo, that was crazy, dude. <laughs> What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Anybody what? else feel that? It's kind of weird, right? Like, <laughs> that's oh, weird, shit. Man. That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's get it. Bentley, Lochin, and Clark. The Black Life Pod. Yeah, all you can do is just really laugh at it sometimes, man. The Black Life Pod. I chose to look like this, dude. <laughs> I'm consequences now. The Black Life Pod. Well, it's not exciting. That's why. Yeah, to people who are divorced. So go ahead. <laughs> the Black Life Pod. What? Black Life is the pod. Amber Burt is the squad. Allow us to reintroduce ourselves. I am Alex. And as always, I'm joined by Marcus. Hello. And Brian. What's up? What's going on? Too much going on, man. Marcus. Huh? What's going on, my G? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. You know, just hanging in there, staying strong, dude. You know, trying to stay positive, dude. Even though there's a lot of negative out here, but you can't do nothing but stay positive, dude. You know? Yeah, we don't deal with the negative. Nah, man. We don't deal with the negative, dude. What about you, man? I'm doing well, you know? A little, a little tired as of this recording, but okay. you know, just been busy. Nothing bad. I can't complain. I can't uh, complain. Looked man. busy, dude. Yes, sir. Brian, he's always busy. How you doing there, pal? <laughs> always, always, <laughs> always busy. You know, I've only been in my apartment for a good six hours, seven hours. Oh gosh, eight maybe. No, I did work today. It's eight. Um. I was out of town for a little while, and then I'm going out of town again in about another four hours. You? It's fine. What? Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> you just don't know where I'm going, but it's fine. Um, on that, though, you know, as, as busy as I am, the goal sometimes is just kind of sit down and relax, enjoy things that you want to enjoy. And recently, I've been trying to enjoy just food in general. I've been stress eating. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been stressed eating a little. I've been a little stressed out. It's fine. But no negative energy. Just, I like to eat now. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so I, I was at a restaurant with uh, some family members, right? What kind of restaurant? 
It was a um, month story short. It was a steak restaurant, so I couldn't eat the goddamn steak. But nah, vegetarian um, ass went to a steak restaurant. I had a salad bar. It don't matter. It don't it matter. Matters, but go ahead. But there's there's yeah, whatever, man. There's like six of us, seven of us, plus some, you know, my nieces and nephews are there. Cool, whatever. So my nieces have phones now and, you know, I'm getting ready to eat. I'm getting ready because I've been starving all day. I'm about to eat this, eat this salad because that's the only thing in front of me. I'm going to eat it angry. That sounds right? like the worst thing to eat when the, I've been starving all day. Right. But this is what made it worse for me, though. I'm about to stick my fork into this damn salad and someone goes, wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, wait, for what? Like, we already said grace. Like, shit, what are we waiting yeah. on? I see one of my nieces with a phone in her hand trying to take a picture of all the food that's on the table. Yo. And I said, but for what, though? And then the first thing she says is, for the memories. And in my head, I'm like, fuck these memories. I start eating. <laughs> but anyway, my... <laughs> you know why you felt that way, right? I, I, I know why I felt, why I feel that Because you didn't way. want to have to remember that damn salad on the table compared to everybody else's <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. Well, on that, Marcus, so... <laughs> My question is, is that how do you go about saving memories or events that have happened in your shit, life? Not about eating Not salad. on my goddamn phone. Oh. That shit drives me insane. <laughs> 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 was going for the or I went for the cell. You went for the phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, B. No, nah, I. Uh, y'all been here for Friendsgiving. What do mm-hmm. I do on Friendsgiving? You can't you use your phone. You yeah. can't use all your phone, dog. Yeah. Same thing for Thanksgiving. We have holidays at my house. You don't get to use your phone because the memories are the memories. If you trying to capture some shit too often, then it ain't no memory because you weren't involved. Exactly. What about you, Marcus? I mean, I wholeheartedly agree. That's why it was so fun walking in there. And you was like, all right, everybody put your phone in here. I was like, yo, it's about to be fun. Everybody's like, what? I was like, yes. <laughs> yo, it was so fun watching Because for me... A memory, like, it has everything to do with the experience. So, like, exactly. what the fuck am I trying to take a picture? Or, and don't get me wrong. I understand why people do it. My wife is an advocate for that. So, you're like, oh, stand there. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I'd rather experience the moment. And the experience is what helps me remember. I it. get that, you know, if you have kids and it's, like, one of their first, right? I get that. A first. A first walk. Mm-hmm. A first crawl. A first blow up a diaper. I don't, I don't know what y'all take pictures of. I got a big old turd on my phone of my kids and of mine too. But But if it comes to, let's say, I mean, things that say like the sun setting, right? Right. I'm going to talk about this because this is one of my biggest pet peeves where someone takes a photo, right? Of the sunset and they miss the whole sunset, but see it on their phone and on their phone, the the quality is trash. You would have never, you never would have got the same quality as real life. Yo, yo, my niece, dude, I went to pick, I was going to pick my nieces up. We was going somewhere in the evening, some family function or something, dude. And they come outside to the car. They stop and turn because it was a beautiful sunset. They stop and turn and pull their phones out and point it towards the sky. I got out the car and said, what are y'all doing? They said, we taking a picture of the sunset. I said, why? Because it's so pretty. I was like, you know what? What else is pretty? The actual fucking sunset that's not <laughs> in your six-inch phone, you doof. What's wrong with you? That shit yeah. drives me insane. Now, me to go back to what you said, Brian, about taking pictures of first and all that shit, I'm not a, necessarily an advocate of pictures and videos of all the firsts. No. Because the first only happened once. Exactly. Yeah. I would prefer to be in the moment. 
Exactly. And just to see it. You know what's crazy though? I never would have known how to explain that before. Like I get it now, but is that something that comes with age? What do you mean? Because I feel like I feel like for years, like so me and my wife have been together for for a long time and she's always been the How long? uh, about fourteen years. Oh, you said that quick. Yeah, but that's still wrong. That's all right. Keep going. (laughs) So, yeah, she's always been the person to be like, ooh, wait, and like snap a picture. Or like, wait, let me get my phone. Or stand there, let me get my phone. I'm just like, and I've I've always been the person to be like, nah, like if you ask her to this day, she'll be like, oh, Mark don't like taking pictures. Or Mark don't like, and it's not even that. It's just like whatever we try to take a picture of. I can't enjoy the moment if I'm just stiff and just like right. So you're trying to pose, and or... I'm the worst. Like you be like smile, I'm like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was an audio. This, this <laughs> is an audio medium, but for those listening, Marcus had just the most despondent. I'm not smile. good at it, though. You know, but people see see you, you mentioned posing for pictures. Like people do that to take memories. Now, yeah. as far as for posing for pictures, posing for pictures is cool. Like, you know, if everyone's dressed up or like it's a big family gathering, it's like to to capture the fact that all these people were yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm an advocate of taking pictures while people are doing yeah. stuff. Don't pose. Yeah, like candid like, photos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, like a, I like a good yeah. candid, dog. I but you know why? Those are, to me, those pictures are 10 times better. But you know why? Because you're capturing a moment, like the actual moment where people are, yeah, are enjoying the, the real moment. That's why, like, if we're looking at it, if we, if we looking at a sunset and, like, you know, you get some, like, somebody else is like, yo, I just took a picture of the sunset while y'all was under it looking at it. And it's, like, 10 times better than actually trying to, like, pose. Like, a picture of you enjoying the sunset mm-hmm. is, to me, is 10 times better than, it seems fake at that point. Like, like oh, look at this. And, you know, it's, ah. I mean, it is. But the same, <laughs> right. but, the t- but again, all that time you take to prep the phone, to, you know, to, to find that. All, all the- that extra stuff makes it, it's, it's not authentic now. Like, I want, I want, I want to enjoy the moment, though. And my thing is, if it's yeah. memorable, you'll remember. Yeah, and if it's not, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's how. Yeah. I, that's how. That's how. At I least feel about my it wife too. be like, "Remember yeah, that one time?" It's like, huh. nah. And I, I have to make a really important decision. Like, do I lie? Am I really ready to deal with this right now in the moment at three p.m. or you know? <laughs> and you know what else what else is good about about a memory like that's not on your phone or you don't that's not readily accessible for you to review or relive the way you keep it alive is telling the stories yeah dog. man yo my wife hates and, my and only if you're a good storyteller i just some i know some people they be trying to tell the story that shit is hella boring but, trash. <laughs> but when you can but when you can tell a story and it, it, it puts the person there like that shit that shit is great i mean that, but the, yeah it's similar to like what makes a good book right like the words, the the feeling, all of that, the gestures, you know, the facial expressions that Marcus tends to make, all that, tends, <laughs> all that adds to the feeling of the story. <laughs> you know, I used to think I was a good storyteller, dude, but you know what happened? I've told the same story one too many times. My wife just had to tell me the truth. Mark. I heard this one already. <laughs> Stop. Yes, well, I, know. I, I like this story. <laughs> yeah, man. Damn, Shit. Man. I know I tell the same stories, but 
That's that's the yeah. thing. You tell the same stories yeah, about the same memories because those memories were impactful. Yeah, they were, and that and again, you're keeping them alive. I know I've told numerous stories over. Sometimes I can see on my wife's face, oh this shit again. But you go, <laughs> you you got to listen. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, man, come on. And you know you like it anyway. We're playing, dude. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. If you don't, I don't care. I'm daddy. It's just weird when you say. It's weird when you say. That's not what you. No, I don't say that. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yo, you said nasty. (laughs) What y'all don't y'all don't say it like that? I've never looked my wife in the face and been like, "But you talking to daddy right now?" (laughs) But why not though? (laughs) I don't. I don't know. (laughs) That's a new memory. Make that memory happen. No, it's disgusting. (laughs) All right. Well. I, uh, you know, memory is, is becoming a more important aspect of my life. Not, not that it hasn't been, but I'm, I'm working with a, a family member that's going through a transition and they, their memory is fading mm-hmm. like quickly. And, you know, I've been trying to, you know, understand the disease that they're going through and, and, you know, trying to figure out the best ways to help them remember certain things. Right. And it's just interesting to me, though, that what tends to be the things they remember the most are some of their worst memories of their lives. Mm -hmm. And with that, you know, I I guess my next question to you, Alex, is, you know, what do you do to try to avoid bad memories? I really don't try to avoid them. I don't think I think especially, you know, the obviously the most impactful bad memories of my life were when my parents died. Right. And right. That's when I, it really kind of hit me like, yo, bad shit is going to come up in your mind. You might as well just roll with it <laughs> until right. you can, you know, until you can get back to normal. Like it's one thing if I, I, I think if uh, those memories impact your day to day, or something like that, but I'm sure everyone's had it. You know, you you something reminds you of something that's bad, and you either go there or you tuck it away because it's a bad memory. And as long as I'm not gonna like crash the car or something, more often than not, I just gone and go there. <laughs> as long as you're not gonna crash the car, yeah, yeah. If I'm not driving, yeah, good. right? That makes that makes sense. That's a good, that's a good gauge. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mark? Uh. In a similar fashion, depending on what I'm doing, I try to face it. Sometimes it's hard, though. But I think, um, same as Alex, like once you kind of go through uh, something so, uh, you know, traumatic as losing a loved one, it kind of puts you in a spot where, you know, you just have to face it because you have no other choice. Like the only, the only other option is denial and she ain't coming back. So, you know, not to put it so harshly, but that's not harsh though. That's real. But, but I guess speaking on that though, and I'm not saying y'all haven't been real in this conversation, but there's never been a time like you've always faced, you know, these bad thoughts or memories. No, like I said, it's, it's more so after my parents died, where I realized that you just got to do it prior to that. I was always of the mind that, you know, sometimes shit just comes up. But my thing back then, though, was to like, you know, maybe write it down or to 
maybe go to the gym and work through it or something like that, right? Kind of harness those feelings into something else, which I still do often to this day, but more so in the past, uh, you know, six to seven years, it's been, huh, that thought's there. Let's go on and explore that for a little bit. And then, all right, that's done. Now I can go back to doing whatever I want to do because the, the, hold it in it's gonna come out I was about, I was right and more more likely than not it's gonna come out and be some bullshit and ruin my entire day so why not just let it ruin the next 10 minutes <laughs> you know <laughs> i wish i w- i'll say this like I, i'm a work in progress like everybody else right and you know i have my moments to where i can't face bad memories or thoughts um in a healthy manner and i it's going this sounds so bad but i've grown a lot right i've i've definitely with certain bad experiences and, and memories that i've had i i haven't dealt with them in a healthy way um i kind of felt like i've dealt with them in a dark way not that i was homicidal or suicidal or anything like that but i mean i ain't gonna lie i've leaned on i've leaned on alcohol before i've leaned on other recreational stuff at at a point i've leaned on bad relationships i've leaned on gentlemen's clubs i've leaned on you know finding love in all the wrong places and whatnot like i mean make you feel better dog they do i mean (laughs) 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 but i mean i say all to say though that you're right though all that stuff you know makes you feel better in the moment but in terms of the long term you're not working through it you're not facing it you're not you know for me, I, I felt like I've always put up walls. Um, and then when it comes time to to face, you know, what's behind these walls, it kind of, you know, eats away at my soul. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out how to how to not do that anymore, because I find myself mm-hmm. even these days doing it again. So, Can I share what helped me a little bit? Yeah, please. I used to never want to talk about this bullshit. I'll just be honest. <laughs> but, but like so so much so that like Elise used to cringe when she accidentally mentioned it because she, you know, she's not trying to cause Mention me what? pain. Like my mom. Okay. So, but she used to have this voicemail that my mom left her because she was trying to reach me, and I could not listen to it. Can't. Like uh, still I, to this day? Um, I don't even know if she has it. I would be open to it, but uh yeah. I just wasn't able to listen to that voicemail or, you know, talk about it at all. But what helped me at least talk to my daughters about it. And so one day they proceeded to explain to me how Grandma Net is an angel looking down on us. And hearing my daughter say that, I couldn't get mad, though. And I was just like, how is she able to comprehend this? I look at Elise. She was like, she asked me where your mom was. And I was just like, oh, (laughs) my gosh. And this is what you told them? It was lovely. (laughs) Like, listen listen to her say it. And I was just like, you know what angels, do you know what angels is? (laughs) What are you talking about? You know, but. Yeah. It was crazy. It helped. It helped kind of like ease some of that. And now I, I don't have as much of a problem as talking about. Yeah, you know? that's that's good. We're good. So like to bring it back around, talking about bad memories. Like sometimes you got to find the good within 
that situation that happened that was bad to kind of soften the blow a little bit. I was going to say that. And, you know, with, with this family member, um, that I am assisting, uh, I've noticed too, that they have a lot of pain that they didn't face, uh, you know, throughout parts of their lives. And it's just interesting to me that, you know, throughout their entire life, right. They're in their, their mid sixties now. Right. But the, the things that they tend to hang on to the most right now, and yes, there's some happy memories that they have for sure. But what tends to come up most frequently is these episodes of pain that they've had. And mm-hmm. the fact that they haven't worked through it's like it's crazy just how that is being shown now um, because, you know, they were never open about this before. So, Alex, a caveat, which you were saying, you know, just in and, and Marcus as well, you know, try to face those those bad thoughts, those bad experiences, that pain, try to face it. Because if you don't, then it it will carry with you throughout your entire life. And then at some point, someone's going to, someone else is going to experience that pain that you've been carrying this whole time. Damn, man. Alex said somebody's going to cry. I ain't going to cry though, man. (laughs) One thing that helps me a lot because I wasn't so open about this, but one reason why I'm so open now, like with specific people, let's just start there, right? Like just keep it small. <laughs> but like you, y'all, my wife, the reason why I try to be so more so uh, open now is because speaking of memories, though, one memory I remember specifically is uh, it was my birthday of 2015, dude. And, uh, my mom had made me like everything. Like she asked me what I wanted for my birthday, like what dinner she's going to cook me dinner and then make my favorite cake. And I remember we was all over there eating, chilling people going, you know, uncles, aunties going crazy and shit. You know what I'm saying? But I remember her sitting on the, uh, the fuck you call that shit? The chaise, the chaise, the chaise. Chase. Chase. As you said it. <laughs> the damn Chase. <laughs> Chase. No Usually she's up in the yeah, mix. No damn Z. I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's a couch to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, she was, she usually she's up in the mix like, yo, sit down. Hey, don't, th- that's Mark's cake. Don't touch that cake. Uh, you know, but she was sitting there quiet, serene, staring out the window, dude. Super unlike her. But you know Why? I I assume it's because she wanted to tell us what was going on, dude, but it was my birthday. I don't know. But one thing I don't want to do is not tell people what's going on. Like, you can't hold all that in. I can't. I'm not. Is that even a strength? It's not a strength to me anymore. Like, right? It's not a strength. To hold it in? Yeah. I I used to see it it as a strength. It isn't. Right. No, no, no. It's 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 not a strength to suppress it. It's a strength to contain it and then release it. I think that's different. I think you might, you know, sometimes you got to hold. For me, at least, I got to some stuff. I got to hold it for a minute, kind of work through it in my head, and then release right. it. You know? I, just how do you? I don't want to see it as a regret. Like it's not a regret, but like sometimes yeah. you go back to that moment. I had a lot of time to reflect on that, like speci- that moment specifically, and I'm like, man, I wish she would have just said something, like birthday or not. I would have wanted to talk right. about it. Other than like the next month, now all of a sudden, yeah. like <clears throat> I'm taking you to blood transplants and chemotherapy. I'm like, yo, I was like plunged into it, right? But like, <laughs> right. 
I, I mean, I'll say this to that, Marcus, because I mean, it's I, I'm in not a similar boat to that, obviously. But at the same time, like I have a family member who I wish I could just be extremely open with about it because um, about what I'm feeling because her this family member, her and I are, are tag teaming, assisting this other family member that's dealing with this this health issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, they're in an emotional and mental state that's very fragile right now. So, you know, and I would love to be open with them, you know, about asking them again, you know, how they're feeling, you know, this is how I'm feeling, right? Because the frustration there, you know, we're both frustrated, sure. But at the same time, if I was truly open with her about certain things, I don't think at the right now she could handle it. Right. Because she's she's right now, I feel like holding on to a thread, as it is, mm-hmm. and so I think sometimes it comes down to timing when it comes to releasing, you know, certain information. And not to say that you couldn't handle that information then and there, you know, in, in the year of 2015. But at the same time, right? Maybe it's 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 a similar thought process that you know your mom had. Yeah. yeah. But that goes both ways, though. So, you know, in in, in your situation, when you want to tell someone something. You don't necessarily got to tell them. Sometimes you just got to get it out. That was, has always been my thing for writing or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that type of stuff. It's like, sometimes I can't tell the person or sometimes I can't, it won't really do them any good. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in your situation, like what it sounds like what you're saying, but I got to get it out in a way that releases it from my soul. Yeah. So in this situation, maybe you just need to find a way to get it out, even if it's not directly to that person. I've uh, I've actually started journaling. Yeah, how's that going? Honestly, it was scary when I started, but then when I started, like on a specific night, I, when I got done, like when my brain was just done, I had written like five pages. What the fuck. <laughs> That's how it goes, dog. It's just, it's crazy. And like, I, I, none of, like, there's no structure to what I wrote. It's just like free, you know, style writing. And, um, it's, it's interesting that I've never done this before, but it's just, it's a, what I thought was going to be a scary experience is actually a very enlightening one for me. Yo, that shit works. I don't do it every day, though. But (laughs) that shit, I found myself, I started out trying to be funny with it. And that shit was helping. So I was like, yo, yeah, I might try to do this every now and then. <laughs> yo, I found myself so mad one day. I think it was like uh, something, somebody, like an interview or a recruiter or some shit I was talking about. But I was like, bum ass recruiter. Yeah, but I was like, yo. And I just opened my, I opened my journal, dude. I just started writing for like two pages. Fuck five. But I did like, I, I was like, damn, this long ass <laughs> entry. It's like two pages, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I called that recruiter so many names, dude. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I go back. I go back to some of my journals occasionally, and I'll you know I'll either read the whole thing or just you know I'll be going through some shit. Oh, one of my journals, right? Right. So to your point, Brian, about sometimes it's free associations. Sometimes I open it, it's like y'all the wild in this day, <laughs> and then sometimes I open it, it's like y'all that is one of the most beautiful pieces of writing that has ever been recorded in the history of man. Dude. <laughs> Yo, damn, that's kind of <laughs> how I feel about it too. Yo, I'm not even that good with words. Same, damn. dude. My first entry was fire, dude. I still feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> I had, uh, I do know, I had one. 
after my mom passed and it was about, it was me realizing that the reason I feel so bad is because I loved her so much. Mm-hmm. It was like this, th- these feelings of sadness aren't, isn't sad. It's like, I don't even know how to explain it. I should just go get the journal, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but it was essentially like, I feel so terrible because I felt so good mm-hmm. and so at ease when my mother was here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, I'm not, at that point it was like, yo, you're not even mad that she died so much as like, this is a good thing. Cause you could be this upset with regrets, mm-hmm. but you're not. And there's a blessing in that. I wholeheartedly agree. Oh man, you just made me realize something. And I hate this shit, dude. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Special set. Maybe not on the pod though, but uh, I don't be scared. I man. uh I just realized why I get so mad when Elise can't make a fucking decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause my mom Which always made the decision, though. <laughs> yeah, she uh, the one who told me I had to go to school. She the one who told you that. <laughs> she the one who. She always had the answer. So I try so hard to not be the person with the answer. I want other people to come up with the answer, but is that like mental like laziness or something? I don't know. I don't want to have the answer all the time. Maybe it's mental fatigue. Maybe it's. But like, I get like you got the answer, Sway. Hell no. <laughs> nah, I, nine, nine times out of ten I do but like you just don't want to answer it like you just like you you decide you figure it out you do it I'm gonna be over here though yeah cause, but, some, you know? yeah, cause sometimes you just don't have the mental fortitude to want to make a decision I get it yeah but like it doesn't always have to be that way like well I know I know but like, I get what you're saying no that it gets to, it gets it gets tiresome trying to make yeah. all the decisions. Generally speaking, all the time. yes, I agree. But like, I I just realized, <laughs> like I just realized, <laughs> like oh, you are witnessing an epiphany. She always had the answer, or she always made the decision. Dang, that's wild, bro. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes yeah. sense, dog. Now, I want to circle back, though, Brian. You were talking about the person, uh, the things they remember seems to be bad things or negative things. Yeah, like painful things. I think think that's twofold. I think one is, for whatever reason, it seems like the negative generally will have a, a greater effect on you. But not only that, if you don't deal with it, I think when you're going through something is when that stuff comes back up. Is pain a greater emotion than happiness? Cause I, I realized things, stu- uh, situations stuck to like that emotion, like hurt or like, you know, people say that pain is a bigger, a greater emotion than happiness. I, yeah, I was gonna say, well, I'm sure Alex, you got an answer for this before I lose my thought oh, on it. Um, I don't think that it has a greater impact. I think that, you know, if we're talking about a spectrum of emotions, happiness and or beneficial benefits and pain or what's the opposite of pain? Feels good. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Pain and feels good. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Pain <laughs> feels good. Let's just do that. 
Uh, feels good, right? In pain, they're on the they're on the opposite sides of the spectrum. But I feel like in our culture, in this American culture, we focus and hone so much more on the negative and the pain, and and you know we don't necessarily celebrate the good as often as we focus and criticize and, and try to build on the bad, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I've been trying to get rid of that for like the past few years, same, and more so recently. Like, yo. I, and also, I don't like the phrase "life is short" because it's really not. I mean, you're probably gonna be here a really long time. But that being said, life is too short for me to be dwelling on some bullshit all the yeah, time. That's my motto nowadays. Man, I be trying to decipher the bullshit, but the bullshit be annoying the shit out of yeah, me sometimes. Man. I mean, there's bullshit everywhere. I choose the bullshit I'm gonna deal with. Dude. Yes, yes. <laughs> the fuck. Yes, man. exactly. That's exactly Yo, what I was about can't. to say. I ain't dealing with you. The markets that dog. used to worry about everybody's bullshit is gone. I'm. I'm so sorry. I, Why? I'm Why not. Sorry? I feel so because, much Because better, people dude. interpret that as being selfish, man. But like, I agree. I'm life, selfish. Life, life isn't short, but it's too damn short to worry about it. my shit and your shit. <laughs> Yo, mm-hmm. I can't, man. I struggle with that every day. But like now I'm leaning in the direction. Instead of trying to like balance it all and deal with it all, I'm leaning in the other direction where, all right, fuck that. <laughs> I got tons of shit I already mm-hmm. got to worry about. I can't. If they want to talk about it, I'm always here. Always, 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 always. But I'm not going to sit here and rack my brain about it. I can't, right? Yeah, a wise man once said that as a family guy, I stay away from quagmires, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's that guy? He sounds super wise. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, man, I, I think that I think that in dealing with like memories specifically if we're going to talk about good or bad like for me good stuff comes up more often than not and i always wonder is that a function of i'm suppressing some shit that hasn't come out yet or is has my life just really not been too bad i think there's a third aspect that i feel like you're almost missing it's it's your experiences obviously mold you who you are today, right? So, you know, I, I, I got hold on, I got a qualm with that, but go ahead. <laughs> My bad. Um, but I mean, okay, obviously, your your all of your experiences mold you who you are, right? But I think at, at some point you gain a perspective. Like Marcus just said, he just doesn't give a shit about it. It's some people's uh, bullshit anymore. It is. I, I'm the same way. Like you gain a different perspective, and even if you know you've had a hard life, right, and had some hard and painful experiences, that perspective you you have now has has changed the way you associate certain feelings about things that have happened. I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's part of it. But you said you're you know you're. Uh, as far as your experiences and all that. And I've come to learn it's not the it's not your experiences, it's not what you go through, it's all in how you handle it. So yeah, that too. um I feel like it's the decisions you make when you're you're put in these situations. So like I said, for instance, like I always go back to this. I know it's people sick of hearing about it, but hey, this shit is real. Like th- there is nothing that crushed me more than losing my parents. But what I didn't do, which I was terrified to do, but I rem- I remember this. Vi- I shouldn't tell this. I'm a telly, goddamn it. So, 
at one of my lowest points when I was I was cleaning out my parents uh uh cleaning out the apartment and you know I was all sad and shit after they passed dude makes sense so I opened the cupboard and it was all of the medications that they'd been taking you know my mom had all the shit she had with her my dad had all the cancer and all that he all kind of pain meds and I opened I was like yo I can end all this shit right now. Not, yo, I want to, or I'm considering it, but it's like, yo, I could do that shit. And it never crossed my mind to actually do it. I never thought to myself, I want to kill myself or nothing like that. I just thought to myself, yo, if I wanted to, I could do this shit. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. And I just like closed, the, I just like closed the cover, dude. Because like I've told y'all before, I mean, granted, I've never taken no pills or no shit like that. But like when I'm down and sad, I don't do anything, no drinking, none of that. That's reserved for good times. But I remember in that moment, like having that quick aside, like, yo, okay, I could, but no. Like I, I just, I just got to be sad and feel like shit. Like that's just the way it's going to be for however long it's going to be. Yeah. So, you know, st- I feel like stuff like that is, it's those types of moments where you could like really fuck some shit up. So it's not the situation of being sad. It's what you do to deal with that sadness. Right. I could have took all types of, uh, yeah. I was going to say y'all, Molly that, that had a, I think is, is normal, <laughs> right? It's just a, it's that logical thinking, right? About you could do this, but logic kicks in. Like, but we shouldn't do this shit because we got more shit to do. Yeah, um, exactly. No, man, I'm glad you didn't, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too, dude. No, ain't nobody got time for that, dude. Can't swallow them big ass pills anyway. <laughs> <laughs> When you're talking about action, I feel like it all kind of goes together, though. There's action. There's the, 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 initially there's the thought, right? And then there's the, the how you digest the thought, and that becomes a behavior. And now you have to choose how you want to act. Um, and so I think all that goes together. But all that to me is formed by you know the experience, the logic, the the perspective that you've gained along the way. Yeah, I I agree with both because I mean. The situation arises and you can't help like but deal with it. So now that the, the situation is here, how do you maneuver? How do you deal with it? So I think it is true. Your experience up. shapes you. I agree that how you deal with the experience shapes you. I agree with it all, though. Yeah, because I think I think I think, you know, because, you know, Alex, you're saying about action, right? I think, though, it takes a certain level of nuts. Sure. Yeah, that. (laughs) But I mean, there's there's some I don't know, I guess, the the word that I want to use, but there's some sort of like holistic gusto. Wait, what? Oh, sure. Gusto. Feels good. There's some oh, yeah. sort of holistic feels good, right? <laughs> that that you know that has to that has to be formed to, in order to take a healthy action, right? Because again, you can take an action in any direction, whether it's good or bad, but you got to have a certain amount a certain amount of feels good to make that feels good action. Yeah, I, I I often wonder like 
where that comes from. It's like to me, it's got to be more than just logic. I think because it comes there, from, there's, pl- there's plenty yeah. of things you know people know they shouldn't do. They still do that shit. Oh but, yeah. But for me, it's like why haven't I like and like I mean, yo, and and it don't even have like the urge. You know what I yo I think about this too. Yo y'all crazy because I'm crazy and the fact that y'all thought about this is crazy. <laughs> but you you know what I you know what I think it is. I'd be like yo why what? would you even think about doing that? Dude, I would have never thought about that. I'm like yo where do I get this from? Because like there's a lot of people in my family that don't think like this. There's a select few of us exactly. But like I'm like where did I get this from? Right? <laughs> and I'm like yo all those mornings. Where me and moms woke up and watched Saturday morning cartoons. Yo, I knew them cartoons was teaching me something, dude. Yo, all them, <laughs> it's funny that you say all them feel good Saturday morning cartoons. It's, <laughs> it's funny. I thought you were taking this in a different direction, right? Oh shit! <laughs> because it's funny that you say the cartoons. I was thinking like, because you know, Alex, you you said you wonder, you know, why you know you make certain decisions kind of without thinking sometimes, right? For me, it's like. I, I may hear my mom be like, boy, what the fuck are you doing? Or- <laughs> See, like for me, it's like I do it. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm thinking to myself, like, like, it, like the, the alternative didn't even cross my mind. Right. It, it's like, but why? And then I can never answer it. But like, I guess I don't need to answer it. I made the right yeah, decision. You don't need to answer it. So you good. If you take Most look, if you, didn't, if you didn't have to think about it, that's the correct answer. Yeah, I'll think about the cartoons. Like, yo, the main character is always doing the the morally correct thing, and I'm like, yo, this seems to like work for him. So I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, speaking of cartoons, we were watching it. Ru- Rugrats died, right. and I asked Layla, "Which Rugrats is your favorite?" Oh, and she said Angelica. Oh. I was like, oh shit, Layla, that's Layla awesome. gonna be a bully. Ah! <laughs> Yo, Angelica? That's out of all of them. That's awesome. Yeah. Was Angelica even a rugrat? Yeah, she was older. I she mean, was a bully. But then, like the very next she, episode, she like realized either she said the wrong one or she realized like, uh, yo, Angelica's not the one to be. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and then I forgot who she said after that. But at first, I was like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta keep an eye on her, dude. But yo, like, yo, yo, wait. Speaking <laughs> of rugrats, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I saw some. I don't know. Uh, it was like a, it wasn't a meme, but it was some sort of, I don't even know what the hell it was. But anyway, they were explaining the age, ages of the parents of the Rugrats. And do you know how old those people were? 35. No. No, they were in their 20s. You know what's crazy? What's crazy about Rugrats when I watch it now? Because I, I just started watching it with her because I thought she might like it. And I used to love Rugrats. But when yeah. I watch it now, all the shit the parents talk about, I'm like, yo, that shit is so real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but they all, but they look so run down, but they're in their 20s. Yeah, I'm thinking of Tommy's dad. Tommy's but dad was got, his 20s. When you got uh, little ass kids like that, that shit. that's how, that's that's real. That's why they look like that. What was that. Angelica's black friend name? Susie, dog. Susie. Susie was cool. See, they don't have that many Susie episodes on Hulu, dog. <laughs> Wait, really? They they only had the first two seasons okay. on Hulu, dog. Yeah, I forgot about Susie. Susie was like the voice of reason, dude. <laughs> but anyway, we've we've really gone off the deep end. Yeah. Oh gosh, how do we get? We here? also <laughs> we also uh, to be totally transparent, this conversation went completely different way than we had uh scheduled so we'll get back to that some other time (laughs) so brian (laughs) what have you learned today (laughs) i've learned today that yo we've all been dealing with some pain in our lives but hey 
we figured out how to get to where we are somehow. Yeah, for now. Marcus, what have you learned today? You know, man, I learned that it's not such a bad thing to reflect and face your emotions. I don't always choose the best time, still, but, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like reflecting and like realizing some shit on the pod is like the t- worst time. But y'all would be like, oh, say that. It's cool, though. You know, but, you know, it's, yeah, I learned that it's not so bad all the time, though. And actually, it helps you realize some shit, damn it. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, what did you learn, dude? I don't know. I was sitting here while y'all was talking, trying to decide what I had learned. (laughs) But I think, uh, I think today it's not so much what I learned, so much as like uh, what was kind of reinforced and kind of reflects reflecting on the fact that reflecting is a good thing. Yeah. And uh, also that we all, the three of us typically don't agree on everything, but we all agree that y'all need to live in the moment, put your damn phones away. I don't care. I don't care how how vast our resolution is, how many megapixels you got. It's not going <laughs> to capture the moment, bro. It's just not. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Apple can suck my oranges, dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Ooh. bars. <laughs> bars. <laughs> Oh, I get it, because apples and oranges. Uh... But put your phone away <laughs> after the pod is over, <laughs> and you told us what you've learned today. What do you think about Do you have memories that you try to suppress? Do you try to get your feelings out? Do you keep them to yourself? What's going on? Hit us on the social, at Black Life Pod. That is B-L-A-C-L-I-F-E-P-O-D. We will be back next week. To dissect some more of this craziness that is life. Love yourself. Love one another. Till next time. The Black Life Pod. Brittany, Lochin, and Clark. 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 The Black Life Pod. Yo, why do you think people came up with Rugrats? Where did that come from? That's a rug rat. Is that like the white people thing where they came up with dust bunnies? I mean, I ain't gonna lie with you. Some of their kids did look like Rasco, bro. Like, them kids was ugly. Uh, I was trying to offend nobody. I was just asking the question. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. The, the kids look ugly. Like, what's a little... Was a Tommy that had, like, a little pubic hair on his head? Tommy was bald, dog. Don't be hating on Tommy. Yeah, yeah, he said Tommy had pubic hair on his head, dude. How you hating on Tommy? Tommy was I mean, brave. I'm not. Brave I'm one, just dude. saying. There's some other Tommy was kids. A he was brave, but he was half naked all the time. How come he was the only one in that clothes on? He had clothes on. He didn't wear no pants like a G. No, That's how that. I used to run around, dog. <laughs> why y'all why always keep the tools in his diaper? He ain't got no pockets. Because he had no tools in his pockets. <sighs> all right. <laughs> <laughs>